Louis Pasteur said the microbe is nothing. The soil is everything. Brissa, I don't actually know if this is true. That Louis Pasteur said this. This is, this is. Isn't this like hearsay? This is epic. Epic controversy. Oh. This is hard, controversial, crazy stuff. Like we could get into big trouble. I was going to say legally, are we allowed? No. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, well, well, let's put a disclaimer. But it's a secret. So nobody's telling. The people who are listening to this aren't telling anybody anyway. So it's a secret. Okay. We can trust them. Yeah. 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 What's the secret? The secret. Louis Pasteur in his deathbed, the father of the germ theory, said, and I quote in perfect French, Le germ nest rien, cesse le terrain, qui est tout. Just so you all know, that yes, was 100%. 12 years, 12 years of French. Off memory. He did not read that. I read it. I'm just surprised I saw it because it's in the little tiny print. Le germ n'est rien, c'est le terrain, qui est tout. Tout. The microbe is nothing, the soil is everything. Bernard was right. The microbe is nothing, the soil is everything. Hmm. Why don't you go in depth about what that means? Well, it's kind of like, you know, Jesus has the parable about the, the seed and the soil. Uh-huh. And how if you throw seeds down, they'll only grow if there's the soil. And if, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? I'm getting there. Okay. So, so we, we are the soil? We... He was talking about, I think, if you, you know, if you um, throw seeds, I think we're supposed to just let everybody know that how to be saved. Mm. And then the people who are ready will have the soil that actually will grow it. It's okay. kind of like that. Okay. But they say, you know, things like if you just looked at the germs that were everywhere and the bacteria that the germs that make people sick are everywhere. Mm -hmm. But the reason some people get it and some people don't is because... Some people just have an environment, a terrain in their body that is more Hospitable? welcoming to disease. So really, when you think about it, there are two angles. We tend to think, oh, you know, Stevie's little crappy little kid sneezed on me <laughs> and gave me a cold, little bastard. <laughs> the guy gave me his cold and I caught it. And it's like, well, okay, he could have sneezed on like 20 people. So you're How, saying... Some of them are going to catch it, some of them aren't. Yeah, so it's more like turning, turning the mirror around to face yourself. The world got flipped, turned upside down. I'm not going to start singing <laughs> from Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> I really want to, but I'm not going to. It's not why we're here. That's a separate podcast. <laughs> Uh, insert plug here. <laughs> Brissa sings. <laughs> no, but that's interesting. So essentially you're saying that it's up to you to create an unwelcoming environment inside of yourself. Right. Yes. So don't get enough sleep. Eat a crappy diet. Don't eat fruits and vegetables. Now, these things make you a winner? Because I'm excelling so far <laughs> in all categories. <laughs> Or well, do we want this, the opposite? 
you want to be healthy, right? Do the healthy things, okay. and then you'll and then you'll be less likely. Even even if you look at you know, if somebody does catch the flu, the people who are going to really going to die from it are the people are who are compromised. People who are compromised who aren't okay. as healthy, and a lot of the focus is on you know, and it's it's fine is is on not being exposed to germs, and this is a good thing, not being exposed to germs, and that's the one side of it, and things like vaccines and um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, and that's that's awesome, but we're sometimes, I think where we're not as good, mm -hmm. what we tend to forget about is is actually creating overwhelming health so that we're not so worried mm. about about catching a disease or a virus like what if we were just so healthy that it overwhelmed you know all disease do you think there are people like that that walk this earth currently that are just like so healthy yeah just the epitome of health well no not that they're nobody's perfect but if you think of you know if you had a, a, a population that was sick mm -hmm and didn't take care of themselves i would i would think that there they would be you know and they all caught a disease they'd be more susceptible they'd yeah be, yeah they'd be more susceptible and probably get more you'd have more deaths for example in that population than one that, where they were very strong and healthy i mean that would just that would just be a logical i was gonna say yeah like i can i could that's logic yes if you have a more meager sickly population soil Yes, they're more likely to contract and meet their demise with illness. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. So just keep your soil unhospitable. Right, and it doesn't mean you have to... By being healthy. It doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to go lick the hand railing on an escalator. Why? Because to catch, try and catch, you know. Isn't that like a new challenge that's going viral right now? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw like people licking things. In well, the thing is, you could lick you could lick the handrail of an escalator very efficiently. You could get every inch of it because you could just it, it's it's moving yeah. into your tongue. You, you don't even have to move, right? You could just stick you your just tongue up. You just sit there, and and <laughs> that's that's why that's why I think that comes up all the time in conversation yeah. as being the ultimate way to to, to get sick to get. To, to contract as much bacteria as possible. It's foolproof. I think it's much more gross than, say, the floor of, of, of the bathroom, which they've tested and actually they're not that bad. What? Really? Yeah, like they tested even like you go into the places that have the most bacteria mm -hmm. are places like, uh, like if you went to a high school Apparently, the floor near the front door in the foyer is the dirtiest because that has the most traffic, yeah. and it's much cleaner than the bathroom floor. Didn't they say that most? Or sorry, the bath the bathroom floor is much cleaner. It's much dirtier than the bathroom floor because it, it, there's the most air traffic, and there's just more bacteria getting into it. So I swear I read somewhere that most eating establishments their ice is grosser than toilet water. It has more germs and bacteria. I'm not surprised. I'm if a little I could, surprised. I, if I could make one recommendation to all of humanity. Don't eat the ice? Don't ever, ever eat at a restaurant. Oh. <laughs> I'm probably going to not do <laughs> just, that. <laughs> just, just, 
Unless, I mean, if you can see the kitchen. That's banking on your own kitchen being cleaner, though. Right. So, for some people... In fact, just don't eat anything. Yeah, just stop eating. Just stop eating. Because it's, it's all nothing. You can't guarantee that. You'll never be good enough. You could grow it in your backyard, but you know what? At night, a coyote ran up and, and whizzed on your asparagus. Exactly. How are you going to clean? How are you going to know? Because it's asparagus. It already smells like pee. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> there's no true way of getting around this. I don't even know what the quote was. Anymore. I don't even know what we're talking about. So, yes, it's uh, Louis Pasteur, mm -hmm. the father of germ theory, Estute. allegedly recanted the entire germ theory on his deathbed. And this was, a, this was a big competition between him and other scientists at the time who subscribed, ascribed, and prescribed to what was oh. then known as and the terrain theory. But it's saying, you know, the, the, the body, the soil is more, is the most important thing to focus on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I think if you're just a sensible person, you'd realize it's both. I was going to say, I feel like, yeah, I see it from all angles. Because, you know, even the healthiest person could succumb to something. And now you never hear the terrain theory anymore. You hear of the salutogenic model. Uh, salutogenic meaning you're creating health, right? So the salutogenic model, I think, is is the most advanced model in healthcare, where mm. we just focus on really boosting our true natural health as much as possible. And when we do that, then we won't need as much of, you know, you wouldn't be as worried about every little microbe everywhere and trying to disinfect everything and mm -hmm. you know when your body is is healthy and doing what it's naturally designed to do and i think most of the defenses probably don't need much intervention right i could concur that's what, with that that's what i think i have to agree with all of that oh good yeah Okay, good. Looks like we've solved all the problems. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we just cured everything. This ever. is really controversial. Speaking of which, how much do you want to bet? There's a lady outside right now. How much do you want to bet? We have flowers outside. And she's going to sniff it. I bet she's going to sniff this flower. She's taking a picture she's of it. She's going to sniff it. How can she not sniff it? I'm wondering if she's clued in that 200 people have sniffed that flower Everyone today sniffs the flower. In the middle of, the, of, of a pandemic. <laughs> and I'm, I'm curious of whether I should... You know, put up a sign. She did not sniff it. Thank hey, goodness. we don't know that for sure. She went around the other side. She of it. might have sniffed a different one. A different You're right. I, we can only see the the ones on this side. I will say this though: every time you sniff a flower, you're sniffing whoever sniffed that flower before you. Yes. So be safe. And also, everybody, you're also sniffing everybody who has sniffed them. Yeah, exactly. In, I mean, it's in the last. At this point, it's just don't do it. Just do don't not s no. sniff flowers or each other. Or eat at restaurants, apparently. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't eat at any of the restaurants. Only eat from the land. <laughs> Graze. <laughs> apparently, that's that, the only way we that can I've win. Worked at. You can eat at Lupo. Yeah. Eat at Lupo. That's, that's good. But really, other than that, I don't know. You're, it's really, you just don't know. You do not know what's going on back there. 
I'm willing to take my chances. Yeah, me too. Because then I don't have to cook. Because if you're if you're lazy, yeah, then you're like you free up time for so many other activities, like sniffing flowers. Come full circle. Nice callback. You're welcome. Nice. It was only two minutes ago. <laughs> I have great memory. Very good. So that's enough about the soil. That's enough about the soil. It is so important and valuable to do exercises for your flexibility. Maybe you do something like yoga that is so beneficial mentally and physically. And we've all learned stretches. We've all done them in gym class and before football and basketball practice and after and before track practice and gymnastics and martial arts class. But the one thing that yoga stretches and other stretches do not do is isolate specific muscles. You know, I'm trained as a strength and conditioning specialist as well. And I can tell you the stretches we are shown do not isolate specific muscles, only groups of muscles, if you're lucky. And when you do not isolate the muscle, you can put other parts of your body under strain, and sometimes this can be very, very bad. And I can tell you that the time technique and the techniques in the book Time to Stretch shows you how to simply and effectively isolate specific muscles. Experts are telling me they're blown away by how these techniques isolate parts of the body like never before. You should check out and visit timetostretch.ca and find out more.